Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. We're going to be diving in today to a very important topic, and that is visibility. Yes, you heard me. We are going to be talking about how visibility is the only way for you to attract clients and make money in your passionate and prosperous business. But before we do that, I want to remind you of some really, really awesome events that we have coming up in the Passionate and Prosperous community. So when you get this episode into your headphones, if you listen in real time, it's going to be around mid-October 2022. And we are coming right up on Passionate and Prosperous's one-year birthday. And this is so exciting to me, and I think it's exciting to some of you because you've been listening since the show first started, and that means that you've listened to about 50 episodes with me, and we have become really good friends. And for those of you who just found us or who started listening to the show more recently, you should also come to the Passion and Prosperous birthday party. So we are having a party, and it is on Friday, October 28th at 11 a.m. Eastern, All are invited. And what is happening at this party? Well, I will tell you. There is going to be some live coaching. And what that means is that you can fill out a very simple little application for what I call a love seat so that you can get some coaching from me, live coaching. If you've never been on one of my group calls where I offer live coaching, you are in for a treat. You're going to get something out of that call, whether you're the one being coached or even if you just want to come and be a listener. Being in the room, the coaching room, is so potent, and I guarantee you that you will have a takeaway, that you will feel something, that you will love just being supportive of another person, and you're going to come away feeling all the feelings, okay? So we've got that coming up, and I'm going to do some other fun stuff. So there may be some episode quizzes and stuff like that. Now, if you want to come, you need to be on my email list, first of all. So you can go to my website, www.stacybrassrussell.com, and there are lots of places that you can enter your name and email so that you'll get the emails about the birthday party. The other thing is that if you go to my website and go to the events tab, you will also find the link to just sign up. And that's how you will get the little application for a coaching love seat if you want one. So go ahead, take action on this. If you look at the show notes, which are also on my website, there'll be a link there. So you kind of can't miss it. 
I really want to see you there. And the second thing I want to remind you about is, of course, we are getting closer and closer and closer to the event of the year, okay? Passionate and Prosperous Live is happening on November 11th and 12th. Now, live means it is this juicy, transformational business building and personal growth event with me. The live part is that it's happening in New York City. And you can come and be in the room and give yourself these two days to go so into your own mission to get clarity. And we're going to be doing all the work to bust through whatever your limiting beliefs are and that inner critic that keeps telling you all kinds of things about how you can't go big and how you can't do all these things that you want to do because it's too scary and too risky. We're going to dive into all of that and you're going to leave that event with a plan of action, feeling totally connected to what you're here to do, and really also feeling like you can do it. Now, there's a virtual option as well. So if you can't be with me in New York City, you can still go ahead and grab a ticket. It will be happening on Zoom, and I am going to limit that. Why? Because I want the virtual experience to be amazing as well. We are going to be doing everything we can to make sure that those of you who can only attend virtually are still going to be able to feel the vibe and really have incredible takeaways from the event and feel connected to me because that's why we're doing it. Okay, so you've got two important things to remember. And, you know, I'm just going to say that everything that I do all does focus back to stuff like what we're about to talk about today. So I'm even going to say that if you come to Passion and Prosperous Live, I'm going to help you with your visibility problem. And yes, I am just calling it out right now as it is. You've got a visibility problem. And how do I know this? Because if you're not feeling that there's a steady stream of clients or at least interested parties that you're in touch with, if you're not having regular conversations with people, which as you know, what I teach is that conversations lead to clients. If you're not having that experience, if you're not feeling that abundance, right? An abundance feeling, the abundance of people, even if they're not all paying you to work with you right now. But if you're not feeling the abundance of that there are people out there who need you, who want to work with you. And if you don't feel like you're touching them in some way, not in a weird way, (laughs) that was a weird word to use. But if you don't feel like you're making contact with people on a regular basis, then I can tell you that your number one problem is that you have a visibility problem. Visibility is what you need in order to attract clients. And once you attract the clients, how you move them along your yellow brick road until they're ready to go to Oz, which means to pay you, is through visibility. So, you know, there used to be a statistic that said that people needed to see something like seven times before they would really register it or take action on it, right? Guess what? Do you know that it has increased to 22 times? So we're living, oh, it's so appropriate, for 2022. Um, We're living in 2022 where it now takes someone 22 times. So 22 touch points, 22 
times that they that you make yourself visible to them in some way before they take action. Now, I want to say that I actually just know this to be true and I've known it to be true for so long because I used to know it in a different context, which was I knew that for some weird reason, when I was teaching yoga for so many years and I had very regular students, like I had people that came to my class religiously, never missed their class, whatever class it was, Friday morning at 10 a.m., Wednesday evening at 6.30 or 6, whatever it was, that these people never missed their class. And they would be my students for years and they would hear me teach. I mean, there's only so many yoga poses, you guys, right? It's not like I can make up new yoga poses every week, right? I wasn't teaching new yoga poses. I was teaching the same old yoga poses every week for years. And I know for a fact that the same person could take a bazillion yoga classes with me where I'm teaching the same poses every time. And for some reason, some unknown way of knowing why in this one particular class, everything clicked, they would come up to me after class and be like, oh my God, I finally understood how to do crow pose or how to do a handstand or what you meant about moving your arm bone this way, like whatever it was, right? And and it was unbelievable to me because it would be someone who had been literally studying with me for <laughs> like years. And in my mind, I'd be like, are you serious? Like I have taught that 8,000 times. I mean, I have literally taught that to you a million times. And yet for whatever reason, on a particular day after hearing something, however many times, it would sink in or they would get it or they would hear it for the first time because it happened to be the right circumstance in their brain and their body. And maybe even in the context of how it came up in the class, like all of these factors. So when I heard that in your business that people really need to hear or see you and your message, you know, at least seven times it used to be, and now 22 times, I do not find that shocking or surprising. I actually have that assumption, to be honest with you. And what that means is that you not only have to be visible— but you have to be repetitive and you have to trust that you don't need to keep reinventing the wheel or creating new stuff in order to be visible, that you just need to know what these sort of foundational key things that are your expertise or your message or your gold, you just need to know what those things are and then you need to repeat them over and over and over. And you need to be visible over and over and over. Because if you need for someone to see something 22 times before they take action, that means that your job is to provide those 22 opportunities. Now, I get it. If I'm teaching a yoga class and someone takes the same class every single week, I don't have a problem, right? I have, I have an easy way of making sure that they hear that message over and over and over again. But if you don't have 
a setup like that where you are talking to the same person over and over and over again in that same container, then maybe you need to start figuring out how to create something like that for yourself. And I don't mean like that, like you have to go now teach a class every week at the same time, but you have to creatively come up with the ways that you're going to make yourself visible as consistently and frequently as possible so that your people can hear what you are telling them enough times for them to take action. And I believe in my heart, I mean, I really believe that one of the reasons why you might be having a hard time getting to your next level, I'm not even going to say, you know, getting anything because you might have something. I'm not questioning that you are out there doing your work. You know that all I want is to envision every one of you in the Passion and Prosperous community. All I want is to be thinking that you're out there doing what you want. You're coaching people. You're teaching people. You're mentoring. You're doing your creative work. You're, you're, you're teaching yoga. You're healing people. You're, you know, I want to believe that you're getting paid to do that every single day. That's the vision I hold for you. And I know that we have a wide range of people that listen. So I know that some of you are doing that, and one of the things that you're getting out of listening to the show is that you're maybe going to be able to increase your your visibility. You're going to be able to increase your impact because I'm teaching you strategies and things that will help you to do that, right? So you, if you're someone who's been creating lots of one-on-one clients, maybe you're even making six figures or close to it, and you're trying to figure out how to how to go bigger, well, guess what? You need to increase your visibility because going bigger means working with more people in some capacity. And usually it means working with people in more of what we call the one-to-many model. And if you want to have many people sign up for something at once rather than one person sign up, guess what? You need to be offering your offer to more people at once. And in order for you to do that, you have to increase your audience. And in order for you to do that, you have to increase your visibility. And it works on the other end. If you have just started your business, or maybe you started it a while ago, and I hear this all the time, and you still don't have any traction. The number one reason I think that is happening is that you have a visibility problem. There's no way that you're putting yourself out there and making yourself visible and sharing your message. That's the other thing. All the time, every day, giving someone 22 opportunities to see you and getting no results. And if you are, if you're being visible and you're putting yourself out there, right, and you're doing that the way I said, then the problem is probably that you're not putting out the right message. And so these are the two things that we're going to be talking about today. The importance of being visible and what keeps you from either being visible at all or getting results when you are being visible. So, Let's first define what it means to be visible. 
So being visible doesn't literally mean that someone has to see your face. It means that they have to somehow be contacted or stimulated to think of you, (laughs) right? And that is very, like, one of the top ways to do that is with your face, just so you know, which is why it's so recommended that you do use photos of yourself. You know, it doesn't have to be everything you do, but it is important for you to put your image out there in, in these times. And even more so what could be even more effective is video, right? Uh, or or what I'm doing, podcasting. So like your voice, not just a photo of you, but something that actually is you, animated, alive, your energy, okay? So yes, that is what we're talking about, but we're also talking about other ways, all right? And that could be with your email, or it could be with your just making other posts on social media. But the point is, is that we need to define what your what you being visible actually is. So being visible is putting yourself out there on a like on a on a super consistent uber consistent like th- like the most consistent basis that it could be. So visibility to be and again, you know me, you know my vibe. Like you know what really is cool is that a lot of the people that have been coming to me to be their coach that listen to the show. Um, you know, a lot of times people are listening and then setting up a discovery call. And one of the things that they say to me um, when they get on the call with me is that one of the things they love about me on the show is how I just tell it like it is, right? That I'm just sort of like, I'm not, you know, I'm like, I'm really real. And so what I'm here to tell you is, I'm, you know, if you're only showing up once a week, it's not enough. And, you know, I want to celebrate you for everything that you do. Like, I want to encourage you. I want to say, you're doing a great job. I really do. Like, I want you to feel that I'm over here thinking that anything that you're doing is good. Because I really do think that. But then if you're going to ask me, why do you think I'm not getting more clients or making more money. And then I ask you, well, how often are you making yourself visible? And you say once a week, then I am going to say, well, that, that could be the problem. It could, it's most likely the problem, right? Because of all the things also that I've already told you in a million episodes, which is about, and again, you can't live by algorithms. Like, Fuck algorithms. I I wish you didn't even know the word because it's so stupid because there's no such thing as being able to beat the algorithm because because Meta <laughs> that owns Facebook and Instagram, they just change the algorithm every day. They, 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 you can't do anything about the algorithm. If you're even wasting your time thinking about it, unless you're literally an Instagram influencer, any other algorithm thought is like wasting your brain energy. What, how do you beat the algorithm? Showing up. <laughs> That's it. Visibility, visibility. And even with being visible, right? You're still only going to reach a certain percentage of your audience with any given thing that you put out there, right? So if you want the one person, one single individual human being to see you in some way, shape, or form 22 times, you have to assume that that doesn't just mean that they're seeing all 22 things that you put out. It means that out of every five things, they might be seeing one thing, Are you getting this? This is a math problem, you guys, right? So if I want one human being to see some 22 things that I put out to be visible, 
then that human being needs to be getting all my emails. They need to be seeing every post that I make on social media. They need to be in my Facebook group. They need to be, they, they need to be everywhere. And that's not happening. It's not happening for any of us. And so you have to assume that if you want an individual to end up taking action with you and they need, and again, I'm using this number because it's the one that my coach most recently told me, but I'm sure, look, let's even just call it a range. Let's say like 15 to 25 or whatever. Um, what I'm telling you is that that means that there, you, for every hundred and something ways that you make yourself visible, someone's going to see that maybe 15 to 20 of the times, right? And so what is being visible? Well, it's showing up on social media. I mean, that that's a given. We know that, right? It's showing up in people's inboxes, which is why I continue to make the case to you over, 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 and over again of why it's so important to not only grow your email list, but then to email the people on your list. I know this sounds, when I'm saying it, you might be like, duh, but I am telling you how many people I know that do the things that I tell them to do, my clients, do what I tell them to do to get people onto their email list and then... They don't want to email. And you can listen to the episode that just came out not that long ago about unfollows and unsubscribes because everyone's so afraid to bother the people on their email list. And I'm like, why else do you want them on your list? Like, you don't need to be friends with them. You can just text your friends, you know, or FaceTime your friends. You don't need to email your friends like or your family, right? So you don't need your friends and family or people that don't want your emails. Your email is for your business. So the only people that should be on your email list should be people that want to hear from you regarding to and relating to what you do, right? Like there's nothing that makes me happier than when I send out an email to my my email list and someone responds and says, this was a great email. I loved it. Thank you. You know what? Just that alone tells me, okay, great, great. I'm doing a service. And if someone unsubscribed, <laughs> inevitably, with every email where somebody actually says, writes me back and says that they love the email, someone else unsubscribes from my list from that very same email, right? It's comical. You have to see it as comical. Okay. So anyway, all right. I digress. Showing up on social media, showing up in inboxes, showing up in the world. Okay. That's a way of being visible too. Showing up in the world, going outside. I know that because of the pandemic, you might have gotten a little more hermity, you know, like hermit crabby, um, that you don't really do as, you know, you don't really do as, as, as much out, out, out of the house anymore. But I'm telling you, you got to get back. <laughs> you got, you got to show up in the world. You got to go, you got to go to places where, where your people frequent. Go to, go to, t- you might have gotten in the habit of doing your exercise classes at home. That like I do, like that's what I do now. But I go out in other ways. I talk to people all the time. I do go out. I don't go out so much during the week. But when I'm out, like I went, my we had a street fair on my street the other day on Saturday, and I'm, you know, I had so much work to do because if you listen to the show right now, I'm going to reference something in your past. So something that happened in the past while I'm recording the show. Actually, what's happening right now is I'm leading Create Content Bootcamp a five-day free training. Lots of people that listen to the show are in that training. Um, 
I had so much work to do to prep for it. It's five days. And I like to show up and give you the most exceptional value, right? But on Saturday, when I did have it on my calendar to do some work, I was like, oh my God, we're having a street fair. I live in New York City. A street fair on your own block is fun. So I said to my husband, we got to like go walk the street fair. And it was this gorgeous day. And guess what? I bumped into one of my old yoga students, right? And we had a great conversation and she wasn't listening to the podcast and it's perfect for her. And so I was visible. I told someone about my podcast and got a new listener. That's awesome, you guys. That is what you have to do every day. You have to be going out. You have to talk to people. I talk to the servers at restaurants I go to. If someone's my server, I'm like, hey, hi, and I'm super friendly. I We'll talk to anyone as long as they're not an asshole, to be honest with you, right? So you got to get out into the world. What's another way of being visible? And when I say go out into the world, I don't mean in nature by yourself. Like that's important too. But what I'm talking about is like where other people are. And then you've got to be willing to talk to them. Okay, what's another way of getting out in the world or of being visible is 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 networking, like finding networking groups, finding ways to network. Like just before the recording of this, I'm in this gigantic Facebook group that I think some of you might be in. Um, It's this huge group. There's like 500,000 entrepreneurs. The the group annoys me sometimes because I don't really know like exactly if, if anyone's really making any connections. So you know what? So the other day, someone in that group made a post saying, I want to follow some inspiring, smart people in my feed, you know? And so I followed her and then I wrote a message and I was like, okay, like I followed you. You can follow me. Hopefully I, hopefully I can live up, you know? And so I connected with this woman because I had just saw that post and I was like, okay. Then today she made a post saying that she's going to put, that she's going to do a, 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 a networking chat like this week, you know, on Zoom. And I said, I'll show up. Like, I'll show up for a little while. You know why? Because I want to network. I want to go into a room. If if there's no one there that I want to connect with, I can leave. But networking is so important. You've got to have people that you connect with. Sometimes you may find a client. And sometimes you may just find, like, an, a friend, a colleague that is really interested in helping you to create clients, right? Find clients. Um What are other ways to be visible? Being a guest on a podcast. Now, I don't have a lot of guests on my show. They've always, I always bring clients as my guests. Like, um, I don't really do a lot of outside guests. That might happen at some point, but, um, but there are so many people with podcasts that look for guests. So you can make yourself visible by, by literally finding podcasts that you think you would be a good guest on and that has the audience. This is very important. The audience that would be filled with your kind of dream client. So being on a podcast will not help your business if the people that listen to that show are not your dream clients. But there are shows out there. There are There's a bazillion podcasts in the world. That's why when this show hit the Apple chart two weeks ago at number 222 on Apple's top 250 uh, podcasts for entrepreneurship, I was freaking over the moon because do you know how many podcasts there are on Apple? Like a million podcasts. So if you want to be a guest on a podcast, I think you can be, (laughs) okay? That's a way of being visible. 
What's another way of being visible? Well, you can find a friend that has a Facebook group or that has an Instagram following and you can say, hey, do you want to go live together? Can I go live in your group? Can I be a guest in your group? Do you want to do a live on Instagram together? So like someone who, again, shares a similar audience and it's important to remember that, you know, there's, there's, yeah, we have to be able to know the difference between like collaboration and competition, right? So are there some people that I know that, that are colleagues of mine that do like such a similar thing that I do have to be very mindful of like when we, when I time things about doing something with them, like if I'm in the middle of launching something, I don't really want to introduce my audience to someone who does the exact same thing as me, right? But generally, there's not a lot of reason to not be collaborating with people that share a similar audience because if people are for you, they're going to be for you. And if they're paying you, they're paying you. And if they're not paying you yet and you introduce them to someone else and they pay that person, guess what? They probably weren't going to pay you, <laughs> right? So, so collaborating and getting in front of other people's audiences is a very important way of being visible. Um, seeing if you can be part of a summit. I'm sure that you've seen all of these things. Like they must come through your Facebook feed all the time where, you know, uh, someone usually, and I've done this, I've put on summits, someone organizes uh, an event where they bring on a, a bunch of experts, five experts, 10 experts, like whatever. And each person shares their expertise and shares something, you know, valuable to the audience. And people sign up for that. It's usually free. But what it does is it makes you visible. It gives you visibility. What's another way of being visible? Um, having a talk, like writing your talk, knowing what your talk is, and then seeing where you can offer it. Like see, again, it's good to get in front of people that would ultimately want to work with you, but visibility is visibility because you also never know if someone who may not be your dream client hears or sees you somewhere, but they know someone that benefits you. Meaning if they go, oh my God, then they tell their friend, I saw this, this, I saw this um, coach. She was so inspiring. I think that she like could really help you, <laughs> right? That happens, you guys. Just this last week, I had two amazing discovery calls with women that were referred directly from my current clients, right? So people do tell other people when they think that they've got someone for them, all right? What's another way that you can make yourself visible? Well, you can do some research and find out if there are any organizations or groups, not, not on social media, just either local or nowadays the world is so virtual that maybe it's virtual, but a, an organization or a group where you might reach out and say, hey, would you like to have me come in and do a talk or a workshop for your people, for your group, right? So creating ways to be visible, being creative, looking for ways to be visible, finding every opportunity that you can to be visible. And I'm not saying that you have to be in control of the same person seeing your visibility over and over and over again, because that would be ridiculous. But you have to trust that if you just focus on visibility and focus on, on every day asking yourself, how can I be visible today? How can I at least give myself the opportunity to be visible? Now, you might go out 
like I did on Saturday and not end up in conversation with somebody about your work. So, but you at least went out and opened yourself up for the possibility and the opportunity. Instead of working out at home or taking you doing a yoga class at home, go to the yoga studio now. Go chit chat with someone. Go sit on a freaking bench. Go do anything that you can do to strike up conversation. Ask people what they do. Ask them how they're doing. Be very interested and curious. I promise you that you will have more conversations that are that are meaningful than you are probably thinking you would have by doing what I'm saying. Okay? So all of those things are visibility. Now we're going to shift gears. What's keeping you from being visible? Why don't you want to do all those things? And you know what? The reason I'm saying that is that I guarantee you that even if while you're listening to this episode, you're thinking, this sounds easy. Oh my God, I can't believe it. But Stacey just like showed me how I could talk to people, <laughs> right? I never thought of it. I'm sure that's not what's happening. And maybe some of these ideas of like how you could be more visible, you were like, oh, I didn't really think that was for me, right? Like you might be thinking, oh, I thought I needed some sort of like permission to try to be a guest on a podcast. No, you don't, okay? But here's what I'm gonna tell you. There's a reason that you're not being visible and there's a reason that for some of you, when you're hearing me say this, you're getting really cringy and you're like shrinking and maybe you want to turn off the episode. And the reason for that is that there is shit keeping you from making yourself visible. And we've talked about some of these these things before. They don't go away completely. We have to work on them. We have to work on our limiting beliefs and our fears every fucking day or we'll never do anything. And the kind of things that keep you from being visible are that you are afraid that you don't know what to say. If you had the opportunity to talk about what you do or talk about, you know, your business or how you help people, that you have a tremendous fear of what other people will think that they'll think you're an imposter, that they'll think that it's ridiculous that you're saying that you do what you do. How could you be an expert? The other day you used to, you know, do this and now all of a sudden you're a coach or you're this, right? You have tremendous fear of what people are going to think. You're worried that there's a right or wrong way to be visible. Believe me, I hear this one all the time, okay? that there's a right or wrong way to post on social media or write a post or write a caption. Now, can you learn how to be a better copywriter? Can you learn how to nail your message better? Can you, can you learn how to be a, you know, get more clear? Can you keep getting better and better at talking about what you do? Can your confidence keep building and building and building and building until, you know, it's like off the charts and you're just walking around like a total badass, like owning what you do? Yeah, all of that can happen. But is it going to happen overnight? Is it going to happen before you have to be visible? No, actually, it's a byproduct of being visible. (laughs) All of the clarity you seek, all of the wishing that you knew how to just be a total confident badass at what you do, all of the, all of the wanting your message to be clearer, all of that, guess what? It happens with visibility. 
Because the more you put yourself out there, the more you find your voice, the more you feel comfortable, the more you overcome your obstacles and your fears, the more you learn how you don't give a shit about like insecure people who don't want what you're offering. <laughs> right? No, that wasn't the right. It's insecure people. Those are the people who like might, who you might think like are the ones that are like, nah, nah. and then there's like, who gives a shit about the people who don't want your, what you're offering? Because there's other people who do what you're offering, want what you're offering, and you need to focus on them. Right? So these are the things that come up. And then here's the biggest thing. Not feeling confident when it comes to really having, I already said this, but I'm going to say it again. Not feeling confident when it comes to talking about what you do. And so most coaches, creatives, entrepreneurs, teachers, heart-centered people who just want to have clients and students. They just want to do their work. They just want to be gentle and loving. And they just want people to come to them and everything, right? They don't want to be salesy. I'm using my voice of how you wish business was. But the truth is, is that you can't use that story to prevent you from putting yourself out there and being visible. You can't think that you have to do business in this like gentle way where you're not being salesy. It's not salesy to be visible and it's not salesy to know your message and it's not salesy to have confidence talking about what you do. So what I want to do now is tell you how you can start to feel more confident being visible. You need to know three things. You need to know your mission. You need to know your message. And I know you're going (laughs) to, you're going to rip your earbuds out and throw them down and be like, Stacey Brass Russell, I can't believe you said that again. You need to know your niche. Now, here's the, here's the best news of the day. Are you ready? Best news ever. You don't need all three all the time. Okay, and you don't need to know, you do need to know your niche just in general, like in the big picture, but here's what you don't need, okay? You don't need what you've heard to heard referred to as a hot hook or an elevator pitch or a marketing message, whatever it is that you've heard, okay? This like convoluted sentence. I have had coaches run their hot hooks by me right? Or not just coaches. You know, you know that I, I mean all of you, not just coaches. I I have to get out of the habit of saying coaches. Um, the passionate and prosperous ones, um, the thought leaders, right? I have had so many of you share your worked up hot hook and it makes my head want to fall off. And the reason it makes my head want to fall off is that it is this convoluted, overwritten sentence that tries to get a million things that don't even relate to each other into one short thing. And it's like, it sounds like it's coming from this absolute place of fear and desperation that it's your one opportunity 
for someone to understand everything about what you do and who you work with and that somehow that's going to lead to a client. And I've watched entrepreneurs spend hours trying to write this sentence. And then my question to you is, what is that sentence for? Because it doesn't even sound like a human being talking. So are you ever going to say it out loud? Are you going to pick up a piece of paper and read it to someone? What is it for? The only time you ever need a concise sentence that tells what you do like that, like a hot hook or, a, or, or a, you know, like whatever, is if you're going to literally a networking meeting where they give you 30 seconds max to say what you do and introduce yourself, and they do do that at some of them, they time it. So granted, you need something for that. Or if you really, if, if you, if you uh, need to write like a bio it's really important that you've got something really concise that sort of like says what you do and who you help. But when you're having an actual conversation, like a face-to-face conversation with someone and they ask you what you do, if you respond with a bizarre convoluted sentence that is memorized that no one would ever speak like or say with their mouth, How on earth is that going to help you get that person that you're talking to curious to know more? They are most likely going to glaze over and say, oh, great, and then pretend that they saw someone else and then say, oh, I need to go say hi to my friend or I need to go grab a drink, okay? So I don't want to like, I'm not trying to like shame you or make you feel like a jerk or anything because I know that you've been taught this. I know that you've been taught that that is something that you should really work on. And when I teach my Know Your Niche training, which just so you know, Know Your Niche is a training that's available for you to purchase on my website. If that's something that you need help with, it's a really good training. Um, in that, at, at the end of the day, I do want you to be able to formulate a, 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 a an intelligently written, I call it a niche statement. But to be honest with you, the niche statement is more for you than to necessarily say to other people. It's because knowing your niche is a deep in, it's like the deep work that you need to do behind the scenes in your business And when you know it and when you feel absolute clarity about who you help and what you do and what you're an expert in, this is all part of your niche and it really what problems you help people solve and the, the specific people that you help. And it doesn't mean that you have to say that there are women that are 33 years old that live, you know, on a farm in Nebraska. Like that's not what we're talking about, but you do have to narrow it down to who you know you will be able to find, attract, and connect with. So if you're just making your niche this gigantic, broad thing that it's like, you know, men (laughs) or women, right? Um, I'm sorry, but like that's not going to work for you because you're not going to be able to do the next part for visibility, which is what's more important then you being able to, you do need, if someone asks you like, what do you do? 
And if it's getting to the point where you think there might be like an ideal client situation happening, you should be able to say like who you really help, right? Like when someone says to me, like, who do you help? Like, listen, could I help a, you know, a a, a 50-year-old CEO of a Fortune 500 company? Guess what? I think I can. I can coach anyone. That's how confident I am in my coaching skills. I am a master level coach and I know that I can go to anyway, like hit me, hit me up, you know, like that's why I'm happy to do the live coaching calls. You know, I mean, I know that it's going to be my community there, which is my niche, but I honestly feel that I can coach anyone, but that's not going to do anything for my business. If I just hang a, you know, hang a shingle out there that says coach for everyone, right? Not going to do anything, but I do know that who I attract are the people that I'm around and that share a lot of stuff with me, right? Now, for me, my niche is not based on on an age. I, right now in this moment, have people paying me to work with me that are in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. I don't know if anyone's in their 70s. I don't think I have anyone in their 70s right now. Okay, but 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. So clearly I would not put an age out as my niche, right? I also have worked with plenty of men, so I don't always say I only work with women, although that is the majority of clients. Now, here's what I could tell you. Not everyone I work with is a coach either. So I've got clients that are coaches, that are writers, that are yoga teachers, that are um, that are uh, video editors, that are creatives. I've worked with copywriters. I currently have people talking to me that are simply thought leaders that want to start turning their ideas into books. Um, I, I work with people who want to develop their their intellectual stuff in their ideas into courses. Um, so, but. Everyone that I work with is something, and that is soulful, creative, service-driven, mission-driven, a helper, a healer, someone who really knows that their mission is to basically lead, teach, mentor, coach, serve other people, provide other people with services that help those people become more successful have more outcomes for themselves, heal. That's who I work with. People that are in the business of transformation. You're in the business of transformation, step right up, come over here. I'm going to help you turn that transformation and your gifts and your talent and your expertise into offers, into things that you can sell, your services. I'm going to help you to put yourself out there going to help you to figure out how to write your book. I'm going to help you to make your podcast. I'm going to help. Why? Because of what I'm about to tell you. Because I'm going to make sure that you know what your mission is and what your passion is and what your message is. And what niche is, is when you figure out who more specifically is going to respond to and relate to your mission and your message. So your mission and your message to you may feel like it's for everyone because it probably is because you probably have a mission that is bigger than you. You might be trying to, to break generational cycles of, uh, you know, of, 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 of not following your dream. You might be wanting to take a stand against the, you know, against, um, 
old-fashioned practices of health and wellness. You might, your mission may be to, 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 teach people how they can heal themselves. Your mission may be to help people overcome the, the idea that they, that they can't lose weight. Your mission may be to have everyone in the world become healthy. Your mission may be to have everyone have financial freedom. Your mission may be to have everyone be the, the be able to use their talent and their gifts as best as they can or to whatever. It may be kid-related. It may be personal for your family. It may be whatever. You've got a mission. No one chooses to do what we do. No one chooses to go off the beaten track, not go the traditional route, not just get some big fat money job, not go corporate, like whatever you want to call it. No one does that. No one that's not doing that is or no. If you're not doing that, <laughs> it means that you know that your purpose is to do something that doesn't fit into that and you've got to do it your own way. You've got to be on your own. You've got to get out there and do it. That's a mission. And being mission-driven requires for you to be able to share the mission and tell people, why are you doing what you do? That's before even worrying about telling people who you actually help like on a day-to-day basis. But you've got to be able to be connected to like your big why, like your big mission. We talked about this in the beginning, why your why matters. But you just got to know what your mission is. My mission is to help as many people as I can to see that change is never a sign of failure, but it's your opportunity to evolve. And if I can do that through this podcast, if I can do it through speaking, if I can do it through working one-on-one, if I, any person that I can, that I can encourage, that who's telling me that they're afraid, that they, that they can't leave their job, they don't want to leave their relationship, they, they, they don't like the position they're in, they're scared to get a divorce, they, they're scared to quit their job, they feel locked, they feel, they feel like they've got no options, they, they, my mission is for those people to trust that what what the universe is telling them is that it's time to do the next thing, as scary and painful sometimes as it can be. And when you get there, you realize that that's your evolution. You are not here to stay the same. You are not here to do the same fucking thing every single day for years of your life unless it's making you ecstatic. And if it is, then great. You found your whole shit before everybody else had to go through all the pain and struggle of finding theirs. Yay. But if you're not feeling that, if you're not waking up every day and going, man, I am living my purpose and I love my life. And that's not to say that life isn't hard. And that's not to say that there isn't like stuff going on. Right? not to say that things are perfect, that you never have pain and suffering. You're going to have pain and suffering that's human. But overall, if you are like, but I'm like, I like my partner, or I like being alone, or I really love the work I do, or I feel like I'm making an impact. I I love what I get to do with my free time. I love how I spend my fucking time. I love it. I feel inspired. I get to do the things I love. I do what lights me up. That is what you're here for. And if that is not what's happening, then guess what? It may be excruciating, but you have to change it. And chances are, if you're listening to this, you've probably done some of that work because now you help other people to do it. 
And so that's your mission. So when you're out in the world talking or when you are trying to figure out what you should say to be visible, what you should say on social media, what you should say if you got asked to do a talk or a summit or whatever, start with knowing your mission. Why, what, what are you passionate about? What is your message? Your message is very close to your mission, but it's the, all the different ways that you, that you illuminate the mission and that you speak more directly to your dream clients, the niche people. So what makes up our message? Our message is all the stuff that makes us us and good at what we do. Your message is sharing parts of your story. Your message is being authentic and really telling people what you think about how they, how you can help them. Your message is how you call in people by sharing with them that you get their problems and that you understand what kind of outcomes they want and that you know why it's possible for them. Your message is what you feel you're here to teach other people, how you help your clients. Your message is what makes you different than the person next to you who does the same thing as you. You guys don't have the same message, okay? Even if you talk about some of the same things or you share some of the same things, and to be honest with you, science is science, you guys. So like, just the same way I said, there's only so many yoga poses, right? There's only so many yoga poses. Just because I feel like I taught them a lot, I can't be like, man, I got to make up some new yoga poses, right? That's bullshit. Like, that's ridiculous. That's the, the yoga's an ancient lineage and philosophy. <laughs> you don't make it up. If you teach yoga, you got to teach the shit. But your message is which parts of the philosophy and which parts of the, the overall teachings, what do you resonate the most with? What are you the most expert at? What is your area of expertise? What do you have to say? How do you filter that information through your lens and have something hopefully intelligent and inspiring to say that attracts the kind of people that are meant to work with you? So your mission and your message are equally as important as knowing your niche. Knowing your niche with your mission and your message is like the ultimate trifecta. If And here's what I'm going to tell you. In all of my programs, this is what we start with, you guys. I can't help anybody do anything and make money in their business if we don't have clarity in their mission, message, and niche. Boom. That's it. You've got to know those things. So what are some of the ways? First of all, this is what I want to tell you. In New York, in Passion and Prosperous Life, whether you can be in New York or if you're going to be on virtual, but I'm really praying that you're going to come. You got to join us. Wait till you see who's already coming. I mean, you, I'm sure you can tell just from like my energy. If you've never come to any of my Zoomy things, um, you know, then all I can tell you is ask someone who has, um, the room is going to be like vibrating, okay? It's going to be vibrating in a good way, not only because of me, but because of who's going to be there. And you should be in the room because all boats rise with the tide. Get in the room with boats that you like, and then we're all going to like raise up together. 
okay? But what we're going to be doing at Passion and Prosperous Live, just so you know, is I'm going to be helping you to nail your mission and to really understand your message and to talk about your visibility plan. So if you want to come out of a two-day event with more clarity than you've ever had and a plan for making yourself visible because you are confident in what you do and your message, which is probably what's been keeping you from being visible. If you want to come out of an event where now you feel clear enough and confident enough to take visibility action, that I'm going to help you decide what it should be for you, for your unique business and your unique self and to use your unique gifts and skills, then you should be in the room. Because if you're not doing those kinds of things for yourself as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, if you love this show and you haven't signed up for Passion and Prosperous Live yet, I don't know what to tell you because the number one thing you can do for yourself and your business is make sure that you take every fucking opportunity to be with a mentor or a coach that you look up to or that you like or that you resonate with. You better take every opportunity. So if it's not with me, make it with someone else. But if you love the show and you feel a connection to me, then If you haven't bought a ticket yet, I don't know why. And here's what I'm going to tell you also about myself. I have cleared my schedule to go to every single retreat with my coach or anyone that I feel is going to help me raise to my next level. I book that shit out. I pay my plane ticket. I pay for a hotel. I get my butt where I have to go. And I've done it many times when I didn't have the money to do it. I mean, I'm not saying you should put yourself at risk, okay? What I'm saying is when you quote unquote don't have the money, well, guess what? You can find the money. You can make a sacrifice. You can find someone to share with, find a hotel room together with someone. Go in the Passion and Prosperous Facebook group and say, I want to go to New York. Who wants a roommate? Um, Whatever you have to do, use Airbnb. And I am telling you that I make it my freaking business to go to everything that I think is going to level me up. And so if you haven't made that decision yet and even bought the virtual ticket, I don't know what to tell you. All right. That's my little PSA. Um, and it relates to what we're talking about. Because if you don't feel clear in your mission and your message and your niche, you got to work with someone who can help you. And there are way too many coaches out there that, that don't do this. And they try to skip ahead and try to have you doing all kinds of bullshit things that are not going to help your business. Visibility is what you need. And in order to feel confident being visible, you need to know your mission, your message, and your niche. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to take out your journal, your notebook, a piece of paper, whatever you've got, your remarkable, your iPad, okay? And you're going to do this. You're going to make a list. Number one, what are you the most passionate about? For, forget about niche. Forget about, if, if I were to call you up on the phone and be like, hey, did you do the exercise from episode, whatever this is, I don't know, 51 or whatever. Did you do the exercise about what, what are you most passionate about? And if I heard you go, I work with women who are struggling with their, I would literally hang up on you. So what are you most passionate about? What are you most passionate about in this world? Make a list. I don't care if it's baking sourdough. That's one of my things. I know that like that's not what is my mission in my business, but you got to start with what you're passionate about. And here's what I'm going to tell you. When I first became a coach, I became a health coach first, right? That was what I did first. And you know why? 
And I don't think that I'm still, I think I'm still just as passionate. I, I felt like it was my job. I was a yoga teacher and all of these people were bringing every single thing problem they had to me, every single health issue they had. Now, I'm sure that in some way I presented myself as somebody who knows a lot about health, but they were, and I, and it felt like passionate to me to not just be able to talk to these people just from like my own, just being like a knowledgeable expert, but I wanted the certification. Like I felt passionate about being able to share my knowledge and wisdom about like how to help people. I was, I'm passionate about inflammation, you guys, like about what to do to reduce inflammation, physical injuries, internal things, like whatever. And, and that's a passion of mine. I really have a lot of, a lot of passions, including sourdough bread. And guess what? That opens up conversations with people. So make a list of what you're passionate about so that you know what you can talk about. And again, if you're on a podcast, I wouldn't talk about something that's completely unrelated to your business, but you got to open up that, that can of worms for yourself and just start making that list. Number two, you're going to make a list of what makes you angry like pissed off, right? Like the way you hear me on the show. Don't you always think that I kind of get a little bit angry by the end? It's not angry. It's passion anger, right? I'm not mad at you, but I'm like, I literally want to be like, please, please trust me. You've got to be visible. (laughs) You've got to be, right? And so I am passionate, but I am angry. I'll tell you what I'm angry about. I'm angry about people that don't tell you the real deal. I hate that. I hate people that try to sell you on shit that's not right for you. I am passionate and angry about that. And also I get really riled up when I know that you need to do the work that I say and you're not doing it. I'm like, I'm like, please let me help you. Please let me help you. You know, I get a little angry at people who want to stay stuck who just want to keep repeating. And when I say angry, you know what I mean. I'm not like mad at them. I'm just saying it's what, it's what like, it's what makes me feel like it's what just gets me all worked up. Maybe that's a better word. What makes you worked up? It makes me worked up. Just like I know a lot of you probably feel really worked up about people eating sugar, right? Or you get really worked up about people eating processed foods, or you get really worked up about people not knowing that there are alternatives to like what they're doing or that they, or that there are ways to heal themselves or that they can use their talent and their gifts or that they can have this or can have that. And you're probably like, Oh, if only you would let me help you. And then the third list that I want you to make is what do you wish that other people knew that you know? Because if you can write that down, it's going to help you to start really identifying what's your message? What's your message? Now, I want to remind you of something that we have an episode about, which is that transformation is not information. So none of what I'm talking about today is you having information vomit on anyone. This is not about, your message is not information. Your message is not giving someone facts about like, about what's bad for them or, 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 you know, or how to do, how to get better sleep or how to do this or how to do that. That's not your message. But your message could be if you're not getting the right amount of sleep, there's a good chance that that is the reason why you are feeling 
off, you know, like why you can't lose weight, right? Well, that's not even really a message. I don't, I shouldn't have just done a spontaneous message based on nothing, just so you know. I'm not going to have it edited out. I want you to hear it. But, but your message is not to teach people the solution through your message. That's when you finally get to work with them or when you're doing some sort of like visibility, like thing, like a workshop or whatever, you might teach a few tips. But overall, your message is not facts and information. Your message is your way that your authentic self and being authentic is a number one most important factor of your visibility, which is why we're talking about your mission and your message so that you can be as authentic as possible, right? That your message is is how you share what it is that you're so passionate about helping other people with. And your message is a combination of how you do it, of relating to other people, of sharing your story, of knowing how you came to do what you do, of how it's helped other people. It's, it's all of that stuff. And when you feel comfortable with your mission and your message, and then of course your niche, There's no visibility problem because you're never going to feel afraid to talk about what you do. As a matter of fact, what I want you to feel is that you can't wait to talk about what you do. And if you tap into those three things, what are you most passionate about? What makes you like worked up angry? And what do you wish other people knew that you know? You'll never be at a loss for passionately talking about what you do. And that's what visibility is. Making yourself visible is finding ways to talk passionately about what you do. Not to vomit a hot hook on anyone. Not to try to describe what happens in a session with you. Not to try to convince anyone that they should work with you. But the more you put yourself out there and share your passion and share what work makes you worked up and a little angry and share what you wish other people knew that you know, but in a way that doesn't sound like you're giving them a dissertation or a lecture, you're never going to be at a loss. And therefore, you will be able to overcome your visibility problem, your visibility fear. Because you have to step outside of the door whether that's the virtual door or the real door, and you have to put yourself out there. You have to be visible. And if the thing that's keeping you is that you don't know what to say or you're afraid of what other people will think, come to this exercise. Work yourself up. Work yourself up into a fucking lather. Find out what makes you burn. And then you will never, ever, ever have a problem with knowing what to talk about or how to talk about it. Now, can we refine that? Yes. Do we need to give that some shape and and take it from being too fiery into something that like makes other people curious and want to work with you? Absolutely. But you got to start somewhere. You can't refine and shape anything that doesn't exist. So I need you to work yourself up into a fiery fervor of passion and anger about the fucking work you do. Start there. 
all the other refinements and figuring out your actual content and how to turn it into a talk or a workshop or a this or that or bullet points or a page or a website or whatever, you got to do this first. And then we figure out how to like make it look pretty or sound pretty. But you got to do this part first. And I promise you that even before it looks and sounds pretty, it's still going to be more effective for you than if you're walking around either A, doing nothing or fumbling over your words trying to describe what you do before you've done this work. So as I said, this is what we're doing at Passion and Prosperous Live. So if you don't have a ticket yet, I think you should get one. Join us virtually if you absolutely can't come live. And to be honest with you, when this airs, I I don't even know if we'll have live tickets left. But I'm going to just say that I think there's a good chance that there'll be a few. And um, and you should buy one and you should come. And you should be in the room with me because this is why I'm doing the event. I want you to get so passionately riled up about what you do that you leave the event feeling like, like not only a million bucks, but like you can make a million bucks because I want you to feel that passionate about your work and that confident about it. And then I want you to leave feeling like you can't wait to be visible and with a visibility plan. And that's what, and I'm going to help you break through the, the, the limiting beliefs and the shit that might be getting in your way of that. Some money stuff. We're going to do the money stuff, you guys. Everybody likes money stuff. I like money stuff too. I've had many, many money mindset breakthroughs in the course of my time of being a coach. And I want you to have them because they're fucking amazing and everything changes every time you have one. Okay, that's what I got for you today. I am sending you all the love. As always, please feel free to reach out to me, even if you have a question about the event or if you have a request for something that you'd like for me to record an episode on. I love to hear from you. You could even just tell me if you had any big light bulb aha moment from listening to anything. I really do welcome the communication. All right. Sending you all the love. Be in your headphones next week. Bye. so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it.